Hello there, welcome to this week's Bet McLean Football Show. This week it's a Northern Ireland special. We are joined by Jordan Jones, new Northern Ireland goalkeeping coach Steve Harper and Stuart Dallas, along with his Irish League predictions. Stuart Dallas, good to see you. Me too. How's it fit? It's alright. Took a while to get to get all right, but it's it's fine now. It was frustrating for me. I think it happened on the first of December, so I was out for about ten weeks, that's three months, and I was actually on the verge of coming back, and then it suffered like a stress response in my heel, and it kept me out for another few weeks. But I'm back now and looking forward to games. Good stuff. What's the mood like in the camp? It's positive. Uh, obviously, we're coming off the back of a disappointing kind of results-wise campaign, uh, Nations League, but I think in terms of performances, we, uh, you know, we, sh- we showed that we're still moving in the right direction. Uh, you know, there was new faces brought in and a freshness to the squad, and, and perhaps it was a chance then to, to try out a few new things, and uh, yeah, the boys are looking forward to it. Certainly, we, we have a lot of positives that we can take forward from them games until the start of this campaign. You've been training at the Oval this week. What's that been like? It's been nice to be at the Oval, but uh, the surface maybe wouldn't be that good. But no, it's it's yeah, it's nice. It's been a while. I think the last time I, you you maybe tell me the last time I finished for Crusaders was scoring a penalty at the Oval. That's right. Yeah, you've 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 a good record at the Oval. Yeah. And we've got the Irish League predictions coming up, so um, we'll get your thoughts on it very very shortly. Being a Cookstown lad, this week's been very difficult. It has. Yeah, it's obviously waking up on Monday morning till till. That news is, you know, it was devastating. Uh, first and foremost for the families that of all involved, and you know, as a Cookstown lad, my, my, you know, my sympathy goes out to the families and, and friends of everybody involved, and uh, I hope that they can get comfort and in, in, in some kind of way. Our attention turns obviously to, to the games on Thursday and Sunday. What's the opposition going to be like? What's Michael prepping you guys for? To win, he's not missed to win. Hopefully, but uh, yeah, we, we, look, we know it's going to be difficult as all games are at this level. And uh, but as I said before, we can take plenty of positives from from the games before uh, in the previous campaign, and and hopefully we can uh, start with a positive result on on Thursday. Stuart, for me, you've been Northern Ireland's most consistent performer for the past year. What's it like for you now to be one of the main men of the team? Well, I don't really think about it like that. I think it's just every time I come in, I just want to give my best and, and uh, help the team. Uh, if that means when I'm playing or off the pitch, I'll, I'll do everything I can. But, you know, I, I love playing for my country and, and uh, it's just great to be involved. I, I sort of come in at a good time when I did start. You know, I was coming in and the team was winning. Uh, so I think that helped me sort of progress. And, uh, it's great. I love being back here. It's, it's a nice break away from, from the club and uh, we'll be looking to get off to a good start. Do you think that we can qualify out of this group, which means finishing in the top two? I know we've got Germany and Holland in there, but what's your thoughts on that? I think a lot of people will probably look at it and, and think Northern Ireland have no chance. They're coming up against Holland and, and Germany. I think the way the fixtures have fallen has uh, given us uh, a good opportunity, certainly to build momentum. Uh, without being disrespectful to the opposition. I think uh, Estonia and Belarus are two games that we have to win, uh, certainly at home. And then that leaves you going into the summer uh, to play them both again. And uh, 
if you can build that momentum, I think we've shown in the previous uh, Euros campaign and World Cup campaign that if you build that momentum, you know, anything's possible. And certainly, if we can uh, get maximum points out of them games, it leaves the big teams then coming to Windsor and it's, it wouldn't be a nice place for them to come to. We've talked obviously about the Nations League campaign briefly there and obviously the results didn't go our way but there was so much positive to take from the campaign and we were unlucky. I know Michael said about that has to be forgotten about, we just have to win games but how do, how do we turn that mentality around to turn those results that were so close to actually turning them into a win? I think we've, we've got to take our chances, we've got to be more ruthless. Uh, you know, we, we've defended well uh, and I think we, we create the number of chances where we, we, we should be taken uh, and if we can do that you know we, results will come but first and foremost it's about winning we have to win and uh, you know it, the boys are positive uh, there's nobody coming here thinking under pressure thinking you know we, we didn't get the results we need to do this we need to do that it's just it's been relaxed but uh, you know come game day on Thursday uh, the boys will be ready all out attack I don't know, we'll have to ask the manager. Do you still get as excited? I remember whenever you first came into the Northern Ireland team and it was like the be-all and end-all for you and Euro 2016 was like just a great, great period of your life, Stuart. Do you still get that excitement? Yeah. Every time you know, I play for Northern Ireland, it's a dream come true for me. And you know, As a young lad growing up, that's what, that's what you wanted and uh, you know, hopefully I can continue to do that for a long time. Who's picking the music for the bus journey on Thursday night? The boys usually listen to their own music, but uh, I think Craig Cathcart usually does the changing rooms, so he's a bit old school. Oh, very good. That's nice. You can't let laughs or somebody like that choose because the less said about his choice of music, the better. <laughs> Let's get into this weekend's fixtures in the Irish League. I know it's been a long time now, really, but give us your initial... Whenever you hear Irish League football, what's your initial thoughts? Crusaders are the winning. That's all I look out for, is to see if Crusaders are winning. All right, OK. Well, Crusaders... And I'll always watch it, but if they get beat, I'll not watch it. To, to be fair, they've done all right since you left, mate. I know they have, I know, but certainly this season is... You know, they've maybe lacked that bit of consistency, and uh, but they've started to pick up again. But I think Linfield have, you know, serves to lose now, obviously. And uh, but you know, Crusaders were in that situation two years ago, was it? And they threw it away. So hopefully, things change. Going to be all right. Biko says their names on the Irish Cup already, so it's going to be Crusaders. All right. Yeah, no, they've the got Corey in those semi-final. They have. Oh, it's a tasty match, but I've I've said it from the start, Sturdy, so I can't. Um, uh, dip out now. Right, let, let's get your predictions. Dungannon um, at home to Linfield on Friday night. Obviously Dungannon's not an easy place to go to and I know they picked up a bit of form there and they've maybe lost their last couple have they? I think they have so you've got to go a Linfield win. I'll go 3-1 Linfield. Bigger. Can't look past Linfield although as Stuarty said there Chris Lindsay has done a really good job. You used to play against Chris back in the day mate. Um, Linfield to win no Pete. 2-1. I think it'll be tighter than three, but I'll go 2-1 to the Blues. Uh, we're in the Saturday and it's an early kick-off um, up at the Brandywell Institute at home to Coleraine. Always a tasty one, that, because Coleraine fans love going to the Brandywell. I think Coleraine will sneak it. The players will be desperate to play for places for the Irish Cup semi-final against the Crews. So, um, could be a few goals in it. 3-2 Coleraine. Yeah, I think, as, as Biko says, Coleraine will be, the players will be looking to impress Rodney, obviously, with the, with the semi-final coming up and I think with the Institute losing their manager as well, uh, they could 
not struggle, but I think Corian will win uh, 2-1. Ballymena will be kicking themselves after last weekend. They sure will, and um, rightly so, because Glen Torn were there for the taking. But as I've always said, under Gary Smith, things have changed. Glen Torn are capable of, of winning big games. Ballymena have to bounce back now, Pete. Uh, they are at home, of course, to Warren Point. Ballymena, Warren Point, what do you think? I think obviously after the disappointment last week, Ballymena have to win uh, to keep sort of some kind of pressure on Linfield. So I'll go, uh, I'll go three 0 Ballymena. Three one Ballymena. All right. Um, Ards at home to Crusaders. Uh, Crusaders win. Uh, I'm going to go four one Crusaders. We surprised Warren Finney took the job. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. Uh, I didn't really see it coming, but obviously he has his reasons for that and. Uh, he got a good result in his first game, I think. So he's got them scoring goals, which I think they lacked that in, uh, earlier on in the season. So I wish him well, but I think Crusaders will have too much for him. You're right. Crusaders will win that match. I'm interested to know do you still love what Jordan Owens is doing and Paul Heatley because they're so important and you love playing with them? Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm a big chicken. You know, he's, he's just consistently has done it over the years. and. Uh, you know, fair play to him. He's he's still smashing them in, and his brother now is getting a few as well, isn't he? Yeah. So both of them scored at the weekend. So uh, no, it's good to see Jordan still uh, still doing well. Three one to the Crews. Finally, Newry at home to Glenavon. Oh, uh, it's not an easy place Newry to go to either. I've played there a few times, and uh, I'm sure the pitch will probably not be in good condition. But uh, I think Gary Hamilton will have his team fired up for that and. I'll go 2-0, Glenavon. Josh Daniels is on a brilliant scoring streak. Don't be surprised if he scores again. Hopefully for Glenavon's sake, a young lad, Caelan Marin, who is the, um, uh, uh, what a prospect he is, 20 years of age, defender. I think like Stuart, he has the ability to go across the water. I think Glenavon win that 2-1. And before we finish, we've got to ask you about your manager at Leeds. He's one of the most talked about men in football. What's it like playing under him? Yeah, it's look, it's brilliant to, to be able to play under a manager like that is uh, is great. He's he's you know he's well regarded throughout the world, uh, and it's just different from from anything we've been used to. But you know everybody's bought into to what he wants us to do, and uh, you know people keep talking about us. You know leads are going to blow up, they're going to do this, but we're not. We have a chance of promotion, and you can be rest assured that we'll not blow up. How much are you enjoying this run with your club? I think you've got to enjoy it. Uh, if you're not enjoying it, you're playing the wrong game. Uh, but like, it's you'd rather be enjoying it up there than than not enjoying it at the bottom. And uh, you know, Leeds fans have suffered over the over the recent years uh, for too long. And and hopefully we can bring them that uh, bit of enjoyment. And uh, this season, hopefully we can finish it off on a high. Talking to fans, what can the Northern Ireland fans expect this week? Ho- hopefully a win. Uh, a good performance, uh, but you know they'll have a part to play as well, and I'm sure that the atmosphere on Thursday will be great. It's a long time since obviously we've been back at Windsor, and uh, it'll be great to see a, a packed house again. Jordan Jones, good to see you. Good to see Welcome you. back to Belfast. Firstly, how's the form? Good. Um, I think we've had a good season, uh, especially as a club. Um, sat in fourth place, so it's been positive. Good stuff back into international football. I personally am delighted for the international break. I really look forward to it. What's it like for you coming back into, inter- into the international team? Is it something that you relish? 
uh, or, or is it for you it's always the bread and butter? No, no, I think it's, uh, it's always a proud moment when you get called up and I think it's really exciting, obviously start of a new campaign and, and everyone, everyone in the squad's really looking forward to the games coming up. Michael has said about the, you know, we've, we've got over the shock, I suppose, of the group. Um, for the players, you know, obviously these two games couldn't have come at a better time right at the start of the campaign. But in terms of the group, you know, are you excited by the, the, playing the Netherlands and Germany? Are you a bit fearful of that? Uh, no, I think obviously it's, it's, a, it's a tough challenge. Um, we all know that. And I think it is exciting to be playing, obviously, some of the best players in the world. But I think what we've basically said as a group is that the next four games for us are absolutely vital. Obviously, we play them home and away and then we need to look towards Germany and Holland after that but I think it's vital we get off to a good start to stand any chance in, in qualifying. The, the, the last Euro campaigns I think we're 50 places higher in the FIFA rankings than we were at the start of the last Euro campaign which we qualified for. How do you see it Bigo us going into this campaign? Well Northern Ireland should beat Estonia and Belarus. I don't want to put too much pressure on Jordan and the boys but we're better than them. The big matches are going to come whenever we play Germany and the Dutch, and those are going to be incredible occasions. Can't wait to see Jordan taking on Van Dijk. That's going to be a cracking contest. But from my point of view, Jordan, there's always a breakout star for Northern Ireland. Any time I've been watching the, the team for the last 20 odd years, 2019 could be your year. Hopefully, um, no pressure. But no, no. But you've um, got the ability to, to really um, uh, make a huge impression this year, I think. No, I think so. I think obviously Michael's put a lot of trust in me and, and he's been like bleeding us in the squad. Um, me and a couple more of the young lads, me and Gavin and people like that. So I think now it's time to really step up and, and, and perform as well as we can and hopefully we can start doing that from, from the games now going forward. Now from you arrived um, back in town this week, it's a short turnaround to the first game. So what's training been like? Yeah, I think yesterday was just a session for the boys. Obviously, we hadn't really played at the weekend. And then today we got um, a full session together, um, looked at a lot of shape and on the 11 v 11. And, and we worked on some attack and play because, like you say, I think our performances have been really good. It's just we haven't had that uh, end product in the, in the final. It's now the time to go, no excuses? Yeah, I think, like I say, I think it's, we all know it's absolutely vital that, um, that basically we win our next four games. So that's the plan. And obviously, that's hopefully what we're going to do. A couple of questions for you. You've played down the right flank and the left flank. Do you prefer one in particular, Jordan? Yeah, uh, I prefer it on the left. and I don't really know why. It's just I've always more naturally played on the left, even though I'm right-footed. Um, I think it gives you more options of going inside and outside. Um, but yeah, I just prefer it on the left. And we have to ask you, um, you're in a kind of a strange situation club-wise. You've obviously signed for Rangers, which is a great move for you, but you're playing for Kilmarnock and you've done brilliantly this season scored some big goals for the club so what is that like when you're actually playing for a club but you've got to go to another one in a few yeah. months time it's 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 actually quite hard obviously because um, obviously i know that my future's somewhere else come the summer but obviously you just got to try and focus as much as you can on kilmarnock and obviously i think in the january obviously i was getting quite a lot of flack off the fans um for moving to rangers and that's fine obviously that's part and parcel of football but like I say, you just have to try and put everything to a side and just focus and show your teammates respect and obviously the manager the respect that they've showed me and, and then obviously it's down to me to perform on the pitch. You, you certainly did that against Rangers because that was a massive goal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about do, that do you know what? We probably could have written that before the game and so said, said to yourselves, you know, it's bound to happen. It, it actually did happen. Whenever a club of, of Rangers size comes in for you and particularly, I know, Big on myself or massive fans of Stephen Gerrard, a player of that calibre who's now you know blazing a trail in the managerial world. When he comes in for you, how much confidence does that give you? Yeah, definitely. I think obviously uh, the fact it's Gerrard and obviously the fact it's just Rangers. Obviously they're a massive club. 
everybody knows how big they are and obviously it's it's a really big compliment but um, like I say I just have to try and put that stuff to the side until the end of the season then obviously when I go there try and try and deliver the goods. And, and just whilst we're talking about Scottish football, the state of Scottish football at this moment in time, um, do you believe it's in a much healthier position now than perhaps it was three or four seasons ago? Yeah I think there's a lot of top managers up there, um, I think obviously a lot better players are coming up there and, and the standards really high so I think it can only go one direction hopefully that's up. Obviously there's been a few things going on off the field to do with fans and stuff like that and there's no place in, in football anywhere for that whether it's England, Scotland, wherever um, but hopefully that'll be kicked out and then obviously I think the actual standard of the game and the way it's, the way it's coming about now is, is very good. Right, Thursday night, what can we expect from our opposition? Or what does Michael tell you we should expect from them? Uh, I think they'll be well drilled, well organised, um, a bit like ourselves. But I think it's it's obviously it's our home game, so I think it's down to us to take ownership of the game, get on the ball, create chances, and hopefully get a good three points. The one thing I always love whenever I see all you boys together is there seems to be a real camaraderie in the team. A few jokers, the crack always seems to be really good. What's it been like this week? No, no, it's good. Um, I think. Since we've come in, obviously everyone made it, made me feel really welcome. Um, it's the same with all the young boys who have come in. Any stories you can share with us from this week's training? Uh, laughs, but he's, he's just laughs and he's stupid. Uh, we were playing yesterday and someone hit a shot. It was going in the top corner and laughs has gone like that straight off his arm, rolling about on the floor for about twenty minutes. Said he bust his nose open, but that's just typical him. He's just. Standard. He's just standard laughs, yeah. <laughs> so. In terms of team selection, um, when will Michael name his team? When will you guys? When will when will you boys find out? Um, we'll probably find out tomorrow. Uh, obviously, he's worked a bit on the shape today, and then I think he'll work a bit tomorrow, and then I think by tomorrow night he'll probably let us know the team, let us know starting, and um, then obviously everyone can get get in the zone for playing. Pete, I'm going to make a prediction here. If Jordan starts, he gets his first goal for Northern Ireland. Fingers crossed. I'll tell you why. Because he was so close the night against the Republic. Do you remember that one, mate? Yeah, never forgot about that one. This, this is the time. So Thursday, if he starts, he scores. And if he doesn't do it then, he's going to do it on Sunday against Belarus. Yeah, definitely. Good man. That's great to see you. Good luck. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks very much. Steve Harper, welcome to the show. Firstly, thanks for doing it. No Number problem. two, many congratulations on your new role. How are you finding it so far? Good. Yeah, bit of a bit of a whirlwind. Um, obviously flew in Sunday night as well, but the welcome from from everybody's been great. I think given the the, sh- the short window, it's you know it's intense um, the preparation for the game on on Thursday and obviously then Sunday. But that's been good. I'm enjoying it. Um, being a Newcastle man and, and our very own Keith Gillespie, of course, knows you from the Newcastle days. I'm sure you made a phone call just to find out what you were letting yourself in for. I, uh, I didn't actually. I got a text from I got a text from Keith just saying. I think he said you'll love it, which was the, the, probably the best, you know, the, the, the nugget I took out of it. He said he was very complimentary about everybody and said about the atmosphere on Thursday night, which everybody keeps talking about as well. So I look forward to experiencing that. Oh, you will love it. You will love it. Um, what about the squad of players? What do you make of them? Yeah, yeah, everybody's been, everybody's been great. This morning was the first time we really had everybody together on the pitch and the, the gaffer was able to do some 11 v 11 work but uh, now they seem like a really good bunch of lads the spirit's good amongst them obviously i know a few of them from my from my time as a player as well so um great to see obviously young fergie and aaron hughes were there at newcastle when i was when i was younger and they were very much younger as well so yeah it's, it's great to see them and obviously I played against a few of the lads as well so i think i had a bit of a jump start and i probably knew eight or nine of them what about the goalkeeping situation and Steve, you've been brought in to coach Bailey, Michael and obviously Connors in this group, so how much are you looking forward to that? 
Very much so, yeah, we've had a good couple of days. Obviously, Trevor's, uh, I spoke to Trevor as well. Obviously, it's good that he's recovering from his illness as well, because he, he played in the, obviously, in the Austria game, didn't he? But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to we, we Monday was very much the big work day, three days pre-game, so we did a lot of work, had a good general look at them, at them all, sorry, over the, over yesterday and then we went early this morning to get a good session in again before we went in with the team as well so it's been it's been two good pretty intense days looking at looking at the three of them and, and it's a good balance between the three of them as well with obviously Connor's the only one currently playing regularly week in week out I went up to Hearts to see him last week saw the first leg and um, barely obviously 27 championship games at a big club like Leeds um, we'll stand him in good stead, um, even though he hasn't played um, recently. And Michael, obviously, given what Michael's done with Northern Ireland at the at the Euros and in the qualifying tournaments, he, he's been been exceptional. Hasn't How he? difficult is it going to be for Michael to choose his goalkeeper starting going in for Thursday night? It's going to be tough, yeah. Straight in baptism of uh, baptism of fire as well, and they're all at you know it's incredibly close between the three of them, which I think is very very rare and makes it such a such a, a big and difficult p position so whoever whoever gets the nod it's going to be very difficult to tell the other two um but i think who, whoever the two are that don't play can take heart in the fact that it's it is a very very close race how big a role will you play in that decision steve will you tell michael right then this is who i would go with well ultimately it's the manager's decision i'm sure it won't just be he won't just take input from me. We, I've been very impressed with everybody in the, in the backroom staff, not just the coaching side, but the analysis as well. There's a lot of a lot of data that goes into that as well, and obviously what you see and what you get the feel for, see how they are as well. I'll have an opinion. I'm sure the rest of the staff will have an opinion and, a, and an input, and then ultimately we can we give what we can, and the manager and the manager will make the decision. So, who's your favourite Northern Ireland Newcastle player? Is it A. Michael O'Neill? B, Keith Gillespie, C, Aaron Hughes, or D, Shane Ferguson, or none of the above, and you can name your own. <laughs> I'd have to be, I'd have to be, uh, I'd have to go with the manager for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> even, though, even though Keith, uh, Fergie and Aaron will probably know by the time this interview's finished as well, but uh, no, it'd be a good, we'd have a good, that's four out of a decent five, five a side team, isn't it? So we'll, uh, I'll pick them all. Michael, to quote Michael, he said, you were an excellent fit for the job. So obviously that gives you great confidence, I suppose, coming into the role. But what do you bring to the role? What do you think your best qualities are? Um, well, I've obviously made a good impression with with the coaching qualifications that I've done over here over the last five or six years with the IFA, which I mean the the support and the the network and the learning and the education side of it, it's been very good. Um, obviously, I don't bring international experience, but I'd bring 23 years of experience from from non-league to Champions League, and I've I've got a rack full of pretty much every goalkeeping t-shirt there is from being a, a one or two or three and being around different types of goalkeepers and goalkeeping coaches as well but I know everybody says oh I'll take a bit of him a bit of them a bit of them but ultimately you have to be yourself I think I'm a good communicator I'm a good people person um, people tend to talk to me not just goalkeepers as well and a lot of this job is is psychology as well so um, just somebody you can talk to and you can share you know you share stories with or share experiences with but also be a good listener as well worth pointing out pete as well that steve has played with under some of the great great managers just give us a, a flavor of who 
you've worked under? Well, I'll probably miss some out, Ian, but uh, yeah, Robson, Bobby, Sir Bobby Robson, brilliant. I mean, I'll get my feet under the table, I'll start and tell them a few stories, I'm sure, as well. Kevin Keegan was was brilliant as as well. I mean, God, the list the list goes on. I'd be, it would be an awful long interview, this, if I kept going through <laughs> them all. Um, worked with Sam Allardyce twice. Steve Bruce is very good as well, doing a good job at Sheffield Wednesday, but some very, very big names in there. Rude Hullet as a young manager. Graham Souness, I mean, the list, the list goes on. Finally, just from your short time with the lads so far, what's the confidence like in the camp? Pretty good, yeah, pretty good. I think last night was the first time I'd seen a manager, you know, present and chat to them in the meeting environment, and I was very, very impressed with them. And obviously people are talking about the group and Holland and Germany, but we have a, we have a real opportunity now to get some early big points on the board and generate momentum and increase confidence. And the manager was keen to, to, to point out, obviously not just the Euros, but then the World Cup, the qualification record over the last 20 games is actually very, very good. And there is a, obviously a lot of new faces in the squad, not just in the staff, but in the squad as well. But you still have that, you know, that, that core of people who've been around it for a long time who can hopefully share the values and experience with the youngsters and paint a picture of, of what Northern Ireland can achieve. Well, listen, first and foremost, congratulations on the role. Thank you. Number two, we hope you love coming here and doing what you've got to do. And uh, thoroughly good luck. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Good man, Steve. Thank you.